Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like I said in the chat earlier, it may make me a bad fan, but 
I mean, I'm picking Georgia to win this game tomorrow. I can't give us the benefit of the doubt. We've been playing like crap the last four weeks, last month. Why would you give this team benefit of the doubt? <laughs> Look, I know we all want to win, but I'm not going to be upset, heartbroken if we lose to Georgia tomorrow. And I'm not going to be heartbroken if we lose in someone else's regional and we're eliminated in the, you know, regional round of the NCAA tournament. I, maybe it's the fan of me, like, I think it's they're not going to punt intentionally, but I wouldn't be upset if this team gets eliminated early in the NCAA tournament because then that means we hopefully can make the freaking change that Clemson had the courage to make. At least Clemson made a change that head coach and look how that's came out for them. We we stayed pat. We stood pat. I I just think it's I'm not gonna, like I said I'm not I'm not going to be upset if we lose in the NCAA tournament because that means maybe we'll get a new head coach and turn this program back around the way we want it. Uh, so I'd call in real quick and leave a voicemail. Hope you're doing well, bud, and talk to you soon. Bye. John Ever, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. And listen, you, uh, I echo a lot of what you just said. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of reason to have high hopes going into tomorrow. And we've all got our fingers crossed. And, you know, I, I said this before the season, and it feels like a no-duh thing. But there were people that were like, hey, let's just have a bad year so we can get rid of Kingston and get this over with. And, I don't want that at all. I mean, this isn't fun right now. This isn't fun to talk about. This isn't fun to discuss, right, to to deal with a losing streak and deal with this slump and just deal with where this team has fallen. I mean, D1Baseball.com, they just dropped their field of 64 projections. They've got South Carolina as a two-seed traveling to Coastal. Like, that's not fun to think about. That's not fun to even project. And uh, But as you mentioned, I mean, there, there's just no reason to give this group the benefit of the doubt based off the way they've been playing. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, the only thing, again, I mentioned earlier that will fix it is the production of the field, bottom line. We do have a couple of texts here. Um, any word on Noah Hall? I heard rumors he was resting for the pros. I don't know about why he's resting, if he's resting, if he's hurt. But, uh, I, you know, I, guys, I said it over a month ago that I had heard from people that he was out for the year. And, you uh, I think that's most likely the case. We shall see. Um, we shall see, but I, I don't, you know, I, I, I highly, highly doubt that uh, you will see him return. Uh, we do have a text here. Who is this from? I believe this is, I don't know who this is, but F. Kingston is all it says. <clears throat> Let's see. Panic Ritter texted in and says, Kingston says it's a slam dunk that we should host. The only slam dunk I want to see is him, Parker, and Monty Lee gone. No wonder Monty Lee got fired at Clemson. Clemson got a better coach, which we should have gotten, but Buddy Tanner gave Kingston another chance, and now we'll be lucky to get a new coach. Also, your thoughts on players transferring if Kingston goes. Yeah, if and when that does take place. Um, you know, it's something you just have to live with. Uh, oh, Kingston did say that Noah Hall's out for the year. Well, there you go. Shoot, my bad. Okay. Brennan M was giving me hell, too, that, Maybe that's why he didn't say it, slap dick. Well, he should have said it, slap dick. He should have said he was out for the year, slap dick. So, I don't know. Um, so, Noah Hall's confirmed out for the year. I did not even see that. But, um, yeah, I mean, guys transferring, it's unfortunate, but it's just something you got to deal with. I mean, you don't really have a choice. You don't really have a choice. I mean, you know, guys are going to hit the road, and and it's unfortunate, but you got to do what's best for your program. And if things continue trending the way they're trending, I think we all know – what is best for the program. So, anyways, uh, all right, let's open it up. 843 So you're more than welcome to call in. Anyone and everyone is welcome 
to call in, speak their piece, say what they like to say. In the meantime, we shall go through some of these comments, which it is a crazy, crazy day in the comments, which is pretty standard, to be honest with you. Uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. We'll get to Madison's comment in just a second. Call from... Robbie Davis, Zachary Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I wanted to go ahead and get my phone call out of the way because I'm getting ready to go swimming. So um, Okay. All right. I love that. Appreciate you calling <laughs> in, man. Um, I I hate that I have to do this, but I got us do I got us going one and done in Hoover. After the last mm-hmm. month, I don't I don't see us lasting long in Hoover. And I and it and those words taste like vinegar through a two inch PVC pipe going down my going through my gullet. But I just after the way we've played over the last month, I would not be surprised if we lost to Georgia tomorrow morning and we were back in Columbia a few hours later. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I've picked Georgia. I <clears throat> I've picked Georgia to win, and I mean, if you're picking the game, Kosh, I mean, listen, I don't think Georgia's a great team by any means, but um, there doesn't there, there just doesn't feel like a whole lot of reason to think South Carolina is going to get off the schneid and get it going, and we all hope to see it, but you know, we just haven't seen it. Right. So it's one of those things where you know what, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe some, <clears throat> maybe some doubt surrounding this club will help. Maybe some doubt surrounding this club will. will, will bring more out of them. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that the exterior, the exterior noise has a whole lot to do with what those guys do on the field. But, yeah, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Yeah. And also, you got to factor into our history in Hoover, and our history in Hoover says that it'll be a very, a very, very short stay. Yeah. And like you, like you said in the second hour before you had your guest on, well, no, you said this in the first hour before the second hour, that even the two national championship teams did not do well in Hoover, which honestly, as a Gamecock fan, shocked me with how good our teams were in 2010 and 2011 and 2012. Mm-hmm. It's just Hoover is Hoover is not a good place for the Gamecock baseball team. It's like. We go there, we show up, play our game, and then we're done. Like, what's the point in packing a bag to go to Hoover if we're just going to be there for one day? Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the heart of heart. That's the tough thing is I, I I'd love to go to Hoover and consider going this year. But to your point, man, it's like why travel that far for a, a potential one day stay? So. Right. Uh, South kind of makes it to Friday or Saturday. I, I might change my plans, but uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm. If that happens, yeah. I will be happy because maybe if that does happen, we might, and this is a big might, but we might get off the schneid and actually start playing by some miracle, better baseball than we've seen the last in the last month. Yeah, we're going to have to play much better baseball but, than we played over the last month or so to, to have any shot. So, I mean, listen, this is a team you swept. So, you, you would feel confident in the Gamecocks right. 
going into tomorrow, but you have to also have to factor in this is a team that, uh, you know, has played so horrifically, not just in SEC play, but the midweek as well. So, you know, right. I, I, I am and I, I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but until that happens, I, I just I can't go into tomorrow with a whole, whole lot of confidence. And my prediction for tomorrow morning, if I, you said the game was at 1030 in the morning, right? Yes, 1030 Eastern, 930 local time. So it's going to be an early first okay. pitch, early first pitch. Dang, I'm going to have to get up and get ready to watch the game immediately. Good gracious. Anyway, um, I got Georgia winning in a nail-biter for some reason. I don't know why, but I got Georgia winning 5-3. And like I always say, I want to be wrong, but I have no reason to think we're going to win solely based off of the last month. Hmm. And if we buy some, if we do win, I will be happy. And if and if we don't, if we don't do well in the in the NC, if we do make it to the NCAA tournament, just go out there and just play the game. Don't worry about it. Don't get don't get nervous. Just play. I feel like over the last month they were they, they were scared to, they were so scared to make mistakes that they were making mistakes. Just go out there, play your position that you play and or that you're playing at the moment, and just go out there and do your job. You know what? You know, these guys have been playing baseball probably since they were like five, mm-hmm. so they know how to play baseball. It's just right now at the moment they're not playing good baseball. And we just gotta, we just, we just gotta do something. I don't know what. We just gotta do something. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see again. It's gonna be an early morning. What was your prediction again for tomorrow? Did you say that you locked in the prediction? I, I five forget. three Georgia. Okay, five three Georgia. Five, okay, three, Georgia. so you and I are you and I are very close then. Okay, five three Georgia. We shall see, man. Gonna be fun, five, Robbie. Three, Georgia. Yeah, and you'll be watching. I know you'll be up and watching. Oh, yeah. I'll be up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to go. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, indeed. Robbie Davis, always a pleasure, my man. I appreciate you calling in. Five, three dogs. You've locked it in. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Yep. Now I just got to try not to get sunburned today. Indeed. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, man. Take care, oh, Robbie. And by the way, yeah. shout-out to my mom and my stepdad real quick. Mm-hmm. It's their anniversary day. It's their second anniversary. Love that. Happy anniversary to Marion R26 and the rest of the Davis family, man. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good one. And hey, as always, leave the dumb stuff to me. Will do, Robbie. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Good stuff. Um, again, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Monday, May the 22nd. Joseph says 8-5, to five, Carolina. Love it. All right. Hey, speaking to existence, my friend. I hear you. I hear you. I got 7-3, Georgia. 7-3, um, Georgia, but we'll see. Madison said the softball team get this 40 wins. I, did they? By the way, congratulations to softball. 
on a great run, losing in the Tallahassee Regional, but got to the championship game. Yes, 40 wins. You're right, 40 and 22. Went 9 and 15 in SEC play, but had that big run in the SEC tournament. 40 and 22 overall. So did Bev, did Bev Smith do enough? Did Bev Smith do enough to make you feel good about the direction of the softball program? So let's see. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. We're going to continue to roll through the comments. Brandon Coons is my freshman year. 2004, we won the SEC baseball tournament. Jesus, that was a while ago. 2004, yeah, that was kind of the last time. That was the last time I think that, uh, God, it feels like that was the last time we really did anything in the SEC tournament. Justin said, let us pray, Lord, please let us get two wins to reach the 40-win plateau. That's a good point, too, of what's on the line, Justin. Gamecocks are at 38 wins. 40 wins is is there for the taking. It's possible. It's possible. But, uh, you know, at this point, and I tell you what, at this point, if you don't finish with 40 wins, I mean, what is there really to say? John Edwards says, I'm picking Georgia. I'm picking Georgia. We got a text here. Cox, turn it around 9-2. to two. South Carolina. And, and I'll say this, guys. It very well could happen. South Carolina could beat Georgia. If the South Carolina team that we hope shows up, shows up, the Gamecocks could beat Georgia. I mean, there's no doubt. But until that team shows up, it's it's really, really hard to feel like that will take place. Let's see. Brandon says, we are 34 and 6. Nobody thought we would lose 11 of our last 15 games. That's a very good point. You are correct. You are correct. Jacob E. says, I don't see a problem with that honesty. Or honestly, UT won the ship last year and then lost in the Supers. Season was considered a failure. As long as you make the postseason, that's where you need to win. Jacob, you're right. You're right. But the getting hot has to start quickly. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you perfectly, man. What's up? That's good. I just wanted to call in and, and sort of talk about uh, the end of the regular season and and where we go from here. Obviously, you know, this weekend nobody wanted us to lose uh, two out of three, but it kind of felt like it was inevitable. But my question to you is sort of why do you think Mark Kingston, you know, throughout his time here – at this program has been so, you know, uh, cavalier or, you know, has some kind of attitude about losing because it always seems whenever we start losing, he's, he's making excuses, you know, there's no excuse to have this kind of collapse down the stretch. Like I understand we had injuries, but we played an unranked Auburn team at home an unranked Kentucky team on the road a ranked Arkansas team on the road, which, you know, if you lose two out of three, you know, there's no shame in doing that. But the schedule was set up for us to become a top eight seed and have one of the best seasons in program history. And it's just all 
crumbled down the stretch, and it doesn't feel like Mark Kingston really, really cares that much at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and I'll say this, Dalton, to your point. I mean, I, I'm not going to We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Say that he doesn't care, but there is a difference between being, you know, over the top, negative, right? You lose a game in baseball, you can't freak out, you can't overreact. But also, there's a difference between that and like feeling as if at least like you just, you just do not care at all. You know what I mean? Like it just, I'm not saying overreact and lose your mind, but like, you know, and I know the postseason's all that matters, but like winning leading up to that is kind of important too. Like not being limping into the postseason. Like th- there's no way that anybody in that building can sit here and say what happened this season was okay. Like you just can't, dude. You you cannot sit there and say after a 34 and six start that this is okay. You just can't do that. You know, so I, I uh I don't know, man. I, you know, I, 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 it's, it's, it's a really slippery slope when you start attacking people's like, do you care? Do you want to? Are you even trying? But it's just so frustrating to, to lose games and to fall short and just to hear like, and then even going in tomorrow, like we're just trying to get healthy for the postseason. That's like, no, winning tomorrow is kind of a big deal. I mean, I, I know that the SEC, but like, bro, you're not hosting anymore. D1 baseball just dropped the projection. I'm not saying what their word is you know, their word is God or anything, but, like, they are in the know. It's not going to be okay if you go on the road for the regionals after the way you started. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, I mean, listen, well, winning well, in the I mean, postseason. What do you think about the 
Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you What do you think about the quotes he's putting out? You know about oh, our team's deserving of a regional. Like, how can he legitimately sit there in front of the media and say that after what has happened to the team? Like, I get the whole thing of oh, we're just trying to get players healthy, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot. But you know, half half or three quarters of the lineup have been players you know from the the beginning of the season like the players aren't any different for the most part right I mean other than the pitching rotation we lost Noah Hall which was a big deal um you know Will Will Sanders hasn't been in for the last uh you know couple weeks but I I just don't get it man like this guy has to know he's coaching for his job and he also has to know the the type of uh, standard that we have here. I mean, whenever you walk into Founders Park, you see the trophies sitting sitting in the case. I mean, every single time, back-to-back national titles, you know, uh, multiple 40-plus uh, win seasons. Like, he, he has to know that fans aren't just going to be okay with it, you know, if he just sits up there and says, oh, well, you know, uh, we're just trying to get healthy for the postseason, whatever. Like we we want to be playing at home in the postseason mm-hmm. and for the super regional, and we're just not going to be doing that. It doesn't feel yeah. like. Yeah, and you know what's so weird, Dalton is like again. You look at preseason expectations, and if I would have told you South Carolina's record, thirty eight and what seventeen, and sixteen and thirteen in SEC play, I think we all would have taken that. You know what I mean? Like like you would have been like, okay, we had a good year, but. Unfortunately, for Mark Kingston and company, context matters. Like, it, it just does. And so, like, the way that you've gotten to this point is what is is so damning and so – is so intolerable, truly. So, you know, it, it, that, that, that is what really, really sticks out when you look at this season. That's what really sticks out. So, um, yeah, it's it's – and it's nothing personal to Mark well, Kingston. It's nothing personal to Kingston, right? I mean, I, nobody dislikes Mark Kingston on a on a personal level, but um, the standard's the standard at Carolina. I don't think the standard should be lessened for anybody. You know what I mean? And and you can say it's unrealistic, whatever. Like, no, there's back to back national championships that were won here in three straight. You went to so, um, you know, it's 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 there's no gray area in my opinion. And, and I'll say this, I. I I gave Kingston the, hey, Super Regionals are bust. And so, hey, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But I, I tell you, man, with just what's happened with Clemson, what's happened with Carolina, the fact that you may have to go on the road, you're most likely going to have to travel for a regional. That context, like barring a major postseason run. And even with a postseason run, like I, I just – every year you're going to gonna come in every year with this season, this – collapse down the stretch in the back of your mind well in your opinion you know do you think a a postseason run is in the cards if we get will sanders back and we get our lineup from the beginning of the season back because while we i do believe we have the talent to make a run to omaha mm-hmm. i i just think the mojo and the confidence and and all of those things are, are basically gone for this team, you know? Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it where a team is just looks so good 
and not just for one game, right? We, we've seen Carolina football find it for one game, right? A, a spark for one game. Anybody can find it in one game. I mean, this team for two-thirds of its season, if not more, was playing really good baseball. No matter the opponent, they were playing good baseball. And to just, I mean, I, watching this team, I, I have no confidence they can return to that. And, and it's the weirdest, craziest feeling. I, I mean, I don't know if any of us have ever experienced something like this, it's not, especially not on the diamond. It's just, so, you know, maybe they can. You know, Dalton, maybe the beautiful thing is this. Starting today, a new season begins. The regular season's over. A new season begins. And when the, hey, guess what? When the regional start, a new season will begin. This is kind of, I don't want to say all that matters, but this is what matters. So maybe they're able to flip the switch and get back to that. But, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how they can ask us to have any confidence, you know, that that will take place. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't know either. I mean, you know, obviously I, I hope um, we can do something in the postseason. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you know, the whole blame the fan base angle. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that the fans have been, quote unquote, toxic. I mean, obviously, people at the ballpark calling out the, the families of the players is, is just not a good thing, no matter how bad your team is performing. But, I mean, at some point, like, the players playing for this program have to have some kind of accountability, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you know, they uh, Matthew Becker, like, I, I appreciate him sitting up there and saying, you know, this is still a really good team. We're going to turn it on in the postseason because Matthew Becker has been basically the only player doing anything. For, like, the reason why we won two games against Arkansas and against Tennessee is because of Matthew Becker. Well, Without Jack, him, Jack, we Jack Mahoney, you're, sweat. Jack Mahoney, you're referring to. But yeah. Yes, the point stands. Yes, I, I, I know what you were trying yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Mahoney, I'm sorry. I, I no, you're fine. It a little bit. No, you're but, fine. But, but what I'm saying is like, you know, obviously I, I do think we have a lot of talent, but I just think the the collapse and the culture inside the building mm -hmm. is sort of showing itself, and you know, I even if we do make kind of a run, I don't want to see Kingston back out in that dugout. So, I mean, my question to you is, would you take someone like a Landon Powell? I know it's been brought up a lot. I personally don't necessarily think Landon Powell would be my, my first call either, even in my top five, but you know, what would be your ideal for, for the next head coach? If you, if you were able to pick whoever you wanted who do you think could write the ship? I mean, listen, I think there's pros and cons to Landon Powell. I, I think there's other guys out there that have more experience at the D1 level, the SEC level, what have you. I, I'll be honest with you, Dalton. I mean, I, you know, there will be a time and a place for that conversation. Um, ironically enough, I think it was yesterday I dropped like my my top five candidates to replace Mark Kingston because at that point the season was over, right? I mean, the, the season was over. Uh, Carolina baseball was going nowhere. There's still a postseason to be played here. That's why I haven't said anything on Mark Kingston. That's why I haven't said anything on a coaching search, candidates, whatever. Um, until there's a vacancy, I, you know, I, or until there's, again, the dust is set on the season. I, I'm not really ready to – I don't have a list ready of candidates to go down. But, um, you know, Landon Powell, I know, is the first name that jumps out. And I like Landon a lot. You know, we had him on the show last year. And Landon's awesome, um, you know, but – and I know he would take the job. I think there'd be pros and cons. Again, he, he's 
Never had a D1 job before. You know, it's not the same at North Greenville as it'd be at South Carolina, but he knows this program and knows the standard, knows what's expected, and I think he'd embrace that. So there will be a time and a place, Dalton, not to deflect from your question. There will be a time and a place from uh, for that conversation, but uh, for right now I'm going to hold off on it. But something's got to happen, man, or we're going to be having that conversation very, very soon for sure. Dalton, I appreciate the call, my man. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you in the, uh, the Big Cock Club Discord. I'm sure we'll be watching the game together tomorrow. You have a good one. Yeah, man. Dalton, take care, man. I appreciate it. Let's see. All right, let's jump back to the phone lines immediately. Skyland's been itching to call in. Skyland, what's up, man? I know you've been itching to call in. My guy, you's calling in right as soon as we ended that call. What's up? Well, you, you texted me and told me to call in at 2.15. No, so. I know, I know. That's. I thought we'd be uh, finishing up a break, but I, either way, you're good. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, well, well. Well, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good. I mean, I was just calling to give my end of season, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they they exceeded my expectations. I had them between 32 and 35 wins. They got 39. Well, 38, but yeah. Yeah, 38. Yeah. But uh, definitely not happy on how the season ended. I think the team you've been seeing the past couple of weeks is a team I expected to see all year. Mm. That's all. Yeah. I mean, we, we were going through the numbers, Scott, and I'm sure you heard it, but I mean, leading the SEC in strikeouts, 11th in hitting, third in pitching. I mean, that's if you'd have told me before the season that that was going to be South Carolina, I would have been like, yeah. I mean, that's that's what this team is. And I think for a moment, because of Ethan Petrie's in, incredible run he had there for a while and some other things, you know, we I think we thought for a moment – that this team was not what we thought it was going to be, and it turned out at the end of the season we're kind of right exactly we thought we were going to be, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the, you know, that's the crazy part. So, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I've always said without the strikeout, without the walks and the homers, this team struggles. And and you've seen it what, Friday. You've seen it the second game with Sunday, hmm. Saturday. Without walks and without you know homers, this team struggles. Yeah, I mean that, that, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Without without walks, without hit by pitches, without sort of gifts from the opposing pitcher, um, the offensive attack's just not there. So I don't know, I don't man. Yeah, how do you? The hits are, we're ranked in the, the in the two hundreds mm. in the nation in hits, but ten in walks and homers. Yeah, yeah, but again, Skyland, it's it's this team is what we thought they were. That's truly what it comes down to, and it's it's extremely frustrating, and it's really hard. It's it's hard to talk South Carolina baseball right now because the entire conversation is negative, and I I can't believe we're here. I I just I really like I you know when this team was thirty four and six. I'll tell you this, Skyler, when this team was thirty four and six, did I think that South Carolina was actually the number one team in college baseball at that moment? Yes, but when the dust settled, I was like, this team's not going to win fifty games, right? The game of baseball is tough. You're going to go through a slump. You're going to go through some some tribulations, some trials, if you will. And, you know, you're going to have to overcome adversity. So I expected that. But right. this, I didn't expect this, man. Like, I, it's, it's, it's so hard to comprehend. It's so hard to grasp what has taken place. And um, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's brutal. I mean, the conversation right now around Gamecocks baseball is it's so tough to have. Well, when we was thirty four and six, I just kept telling myself, 
you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. How how are we finding a ways to win? How are we keeping winning when we're just winning off of walks and homers? I mean, usually, you know, when you win a walks and homers, you you know, you're not going to get the 34 wins and six losses. Mm-hmm. It just it just it was a bad recipe, and I just knew when when it quit, when the homer stopped, and when the walk stopped. I just knew that was it for the game cause. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. yeah. If I was to say we lose out, mm-hmm. I think well, me personally I ain't heard nothing. I know a lot of fans, including me, want him gone, but I just don't think it will happen. I think yeah. he'll be back another year. Back another year. I would say so because. I just feel like Ray is going to give him the pass because he's going to say injuries, injuries, injuries. Mm. Well, I I, I would say this, my friend, if that is the case, I I would, and I'm sure you already know this, but I would say prepare for uh, an empty Founders Park and an apathetic Gamecock fan base because there are not a lot of people that are going to hitch their wagon to a Mark Kingston coach ball club again. And I I agree, but I just feel like that's the way Ray is going to look at it. And next year is going to be a complete wash where we win 20, 25, 28 games. It's, the, mm-hmm. it's just the way Mark Kingston is. If you go back and look at the previous years, he makes a regional. He wins 32, 35 games, you know, 38, including this year. Next year, he wins 25 games. And he mm-hmm. comes back in next year. He wins 30, 32, 35. Next year, he wins. Tw- he goes 28, 28. Mm-hmm. Is this, the, is this the way of Yeah, a, a vicious cycle, no doubt. A vicious cycle, no doubt. So. It's kind of like NASCAR. <laughs> Just keep going around and around and around. Well, Skyland, we'll see what happens tomorrow, man, the SEC tournament beginning. But uh, did I, I appreciate your commentary, your call as always. And I just, Quick take. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Uh, if, yeah. if, if Kingston ends fires, mm-hmm. I'll give you my three top choices. And it's not Money Lee because Money Lee has the same betting approach as Mark Kingston. But I will go uh, Tom Walter at Wake Forest that we already interviewed and which fans don't probably know. We interviewed him the, the same year we fired Kingston, we hired Kingston. Mm-hmm. Number two, I would go call Josh Holiday at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And number three, Dan McDowell. Then if I'd have run off fourth and fifth, it will be either be Money Lee and Landon Powell. Mm-hmm. Fans want Powell, but Powell has to prove himself he can do what he's doing at a D1 level mm-hmm. instead of doing it at a D2 level with right. a bunch of D1 talent. Right. Because all he gets is the D1 leftovers that go, like this kills all these D2 players that has no chance going D1. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I'll get off of here. That'd be my top five coaching leaders Tom Walter, Josh Holiday. Uh, Dan McDowell, Monty Lee, and then I'll have my pile. I got you. Skylin, I appreciate the call, man. We'll talk soon. Uh, later. Yeah, man, take care. Call from your favorite flat dick. What's going on, man? Fire away. Listen, we need to forget about firing Mark Kingston. We just need to forget about that. We need to fire Ray Tanner. We have the worst athletic department in the world. We suck. We suck, okay? South Carolina sucks at every single sport, and I'm tired of it. Ray Tanner wasn't even good at football. 
<laughs> Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. I think that that very accurately sums up where Gamecock Nation is mentally right now. Um, let's see. Continuing through, I'm on the note of the, again, the ad read, Greg Bedinger. So they are located, Carolina Seafood, they're located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, the Seafood, I believe it's delivered monthly. You might want to go check their website, that subscription box. But I had, we cooked uh, some sea bass and flounder last week. Very good. Very, very good. So I highly suggest them. And again, appreciate the fine folks uh, over there at Carolina Seafood for their love and support of the Spurs Up show. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Getting into, let's see. Brandon says, JC said on his podcast, Dak Joyner will be full-time running back this year. I mean, that would make a lot of sense, Brandon. That would make a lot of sense. <clears throat> Seeing as we did not pick up a running back from the portal. And there's still time. There's still time. But I, I think it would make the most sense. I think that's where the carry on Joyner can probably make the most impact. Bruin Nation, my friend, says now any slap dick can start a podcast. You are right. Hey, Bruin Nation, listen, anyone can start a podcast, whether it be slap dick or not. Um, anyone can start a podcast. Yes. And some that start one are slap dicks. So, and I think they most of the time get slap dicks results. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> John says, missed the baseball talk, but I love the mindset and current form of Jack Mahoney. I think every game he's in, we have a chance to win in the postseason off come down to game two and three. No doubt. I mean, I, I love, I love the mindset from Jack Mahone. I love the mindset. I truly do. And I hope it's something that carries over. I, I hope it's something that um, you know, carries into the postseason, but it's just one of those things for me, man. Like I I feel like they've been saying that for weeks, and it's about let's show it. Let's show it. Let's actually do it. Let's actually do it. Uh, Dwayne said to Mark Rogers, Mark, make sure when you make your preseason prediction, remember old Beamers exceeded most expectations both years he's been here. That's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. Let's see. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling with the questions. Again, y'all keep them coming. 843-790-3377. As it feels like shit has somewhat... Hit the fan in Gamecock Nation. Um, Joseph says, Kingston said he feels good about Sanders for regionals. Feels good about Sanders for regionals. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's, you know, we need all hands on deck and you need pitching depth and, you know, you need that guy. Even though he hasn't been great, even though he has not been great, Mm-mm-mm. Lynn Turner said, I'm not there mentally. I'm not even where you are mentally. And Lynn, I don't know if you're talking to me, but, you know, I- I'll-, I'll say this, that, uh, you know, I've sold my stock on the Yardcocks. Let's just put it that way. I- I've sold my stock. I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm pulling for this team. Um, that's it. I- I'm-, I'm hopeful. I'm pulling for this team as we all are, but, you know. I've been as positive and optimistic and hopeful as I could be over the last couple of weeks, and, and now I, I got to see it. I, I, I just, I got to see it, man. I got to see it. Uh, let's see. Keeping it moving. Mm-mm-mm. 
Uh, Robbie Davis, again, has picked five to three. I picked seven to three. Georgia getting the win tomorrow. The Texas Tiger at purple and gold. At purple and gold on Twitter. Final SEC pitching stats at the completion of the regular season. Let's see. Let's pull this up on Twitter. We've got it in the Discord. So, total pitching, all starting and all relief. South Carolina with a 4.18 ERA, third in the conference. All starting pitching for the weekend in the midweek. South Carolina, a 4.41 ERA, which ranks first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth in the conference. Relief pitching, weekend and midweek. 3.94 ERA, third in the SEC. Total weekend pitching starting at relief as a whole. South Carolina, 4.68. First, second, third, fourth, fifth in the SEC. Weekend starting pitching, the Gamecocks have a 4.61 ERA, which is 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, seventh in the SEC. And weekend relief pitching, Gamecocks a 4.79 ERA, third in the conference. So, I mean, all in all, guys, I think the pitching, especially when you take into consideration that Will Sanders hadn't been Will Sanders and Noah Hall hadn't pitched all year. Like, I think you've gotten about as much as you could ask for out of your pitching. I mean, really, truly, at the end of the day, I think you've gotten the most you could ask for. It's it's just been the offensive side, as is normally the case with a Mark Kingston coach team. So, let's see. Joseph says, now is the best time to buy stock. If we score three runs, I'm done. Joseph says it's a lazy pick. Well, Joseph, I've been trying to make bold picks for weeks, man. Picking Carolina to take two or three of Tennessee. And I, dude, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Joseph. I'm if you want to label it the lazy pick, I'm going with the lazy pick. That's where I'm going, Joseph. And I, listen, there's there's reasons though to back that pick up. There's reasons to back that pick up. On one hand, on one hand, you've got one team that has a coach that's you know, we're just trying to get healthy for the postseason, man. We're just trying to get healthy for the regionals. That's all that matters. We're just trying to get healthy with the postseason. On the other side, you have Georgia, who win or their season is literally over. They're throwing Jaden Woods, who I know has been out a while with injury, but they're starting him, their ace. South Carolina's history in Hoover. I mean, Joseph, there's plenty of reason to not pick South Carolina to win. That don't even have to do with the end of the season. I don't think Georgia's a great team, but I mean, I think it'll be a very competitive baseball game, but right now I'm going with the dogs. Right now I'm going with Georgia. I, I just, I think that's an easy pick. And hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Madison Duncan says Gamecock six, Georgia two. Six to two, Gamecocks win. I mean, I hope to see it, man. I mean, there's nothing worse than, like, the SEC tournament going on and everybody else having a fun week and there's tons of great baseball and your team's eliminated after the first day. And it's just like, man, like, it's like I want to be into the SEC tournament. I want to be into it, but I can't get into it because my team's done. My team is done. However, I'm excited to see how the SEC tournament plays out. I really am. I'm excited to see how the tournament plays out because there's a lot that goes into it, man. It's... You know, you saw Tennessee obviously last year, but they were the you know the best team in college baseball, especially early on, or really all throughout the season. 
postseasons when they crumbled, if you will. Um, but, you know, it, it's always fun. And I tell you, it's, it's, it's Omaha Junior because it's the best. It is the best baseball in the country. Uh, by the way, remember that team pin that South kind of played early on that people said was no good or, oh, my God, why'd you struggle the way you did? I will say, uh, pin baseball is in. Pin baseball is in the postseason. The first team to qualify for the field of 64 officially is the pin Quakers. So, not bad for some random Ivy League school. Not bad. Not bad. That was a good ball club that South kind of took on and, Sure enough, they are in the postseason. Uh, let's see. Joseph says Auburn's going to win the SEC championship. I mean, they are red hot. They are red hot. I hear you. I hear you, man. I could see it. And John Edward, I'll, I'll keep up with it too. You know, I'm, I'm admittedly, man, I'm, I'm consuming a lot more SEC as a whole SEC content and watching more SEC stuff because – I think you guys know why. Uh, I think you all know why. But, uh, yeah, just trying to keep up with the conference. Stay in, stay in tune. Stay in touch with what is going on. Guys, in case you missed it, also, by the way, with the game tomorrow, I should have mentioned this top of the show and I did not. With the game tomorrow, being at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, obviously, we are not going to run TDC tomorrow as normal. Okay? First pitch set at 10.30. You expect the game to be a Three-hour game, maybe a little bit longer. But the hope is, and the expectation is, that the game will be over by 2 o'clock. Therefore, TDC tomorrow will run 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. We will go live with the Daily Crow, which will effectively serve as a post-game show, normal TDC. It's going to be a busy, busy day tomorrow. So really, really exciting. Guys, of course, if, if the Gamecocks do win tomorrow, just roll with the punches. Just, just be patient with us this week uh, because there's going to be a lot of shuffling, a lot of moving around with what's taking place with the schedule this week. So appreciate you guys. I appreciate your love. Appreciate your patience. Appreciate you guys rocking and rolling with the punches. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully that's the case. Hopefully there is more baseball to watch this week. But uh, I'm hopeful. I- I'm not overly optimistic. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. All from Justin. Justin, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Do good, Chris. Hey, Chris. Cat, cat, hey, Chris. I play Matt, man. I am very pissed off. You're very pissed off. Why is that? Because, hey, Chris, when I listened to Mark Kitchen um, last Saturday, he was saying some, the same old comments. And I thought, I tell it, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, what more do you want for this guy? This guy never gives nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I, I tell you this, Justin. It, Every Gamecock fan, you got a right to be pissed off. I, I, you do, flat out. I mean, there's, there's, it doesn't make you a bad fan. It doesn't make you anything of the sort, man. It's, it's, you should be pissed off. The, the finish of this season, you should be pissed off. And again, barring a big postseason run, um, you know, I know Skyland doesn't think so. I, I think there will be changes. I, I think the pressure, I think the pressure from this fan base, from those who support South Carolina baseball monetarily, your boosters, if you will. I think the pressure will be to such a level. The, the, the pressure also from your alumni who were already off this guy last year. I I just don't see how he survives it. I really don't. 
Yeah, it's it's absurd, Justin. It's absurd. So we'll we'll see if the Yankees have got any fight left in them tomorrow, and we'll go from there. But um, I don't know, man. It's 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 almost hard to put into words what we've seen over the last twenty eight days or so. Yeah, hey Chris, find out here, man. Let me ask you something. Do you trust Waiter to make a throw? I throw a hire, yes or no? <laughs> Do I trust Ray Tanner to make a solid hire? Um, that's a tough question. You know, I, I got a soft spot for Ray. I, I do. Um, a soft spot for Ray because what he did this baseball program. But as an AD, but you think about, too, as an AD, I mean, he hired Shane Beamer, which was a roll of the dice, but it's working out well. He's also the same guy that hired Mark Kingston. So I, I want to say yes. I, I'll tell you this, Justin. I say yes because I don't think he'll be making the hire alone. I don't think he'll just be the only one making the hire. So I'll say yes, but only for that reason. Oh yeah, hey Chris, and hey, we don't know about we don't know about Lamont Paris. The jury's still out for him too, right? The jury's still out on Lamont Paris. Yes, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But uh, yeah, man, I, I think it's one of those things again where I, I don't think Ray Tanner will be alone in making the decision. So that gives me at least some hope if and when that time comes. Yeah, because Chris, he's usually he's on the back of leather, right? Usually, usually he's on what now? He's way on the on, on the back of back of leather. What are you talking on that? He's been there eleven years. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. I mean, it's it's. I'm surprised that Ray Tanner's honestly still in the AD spot. I, I figured by now maybe he'd be retired or moving on to other ventures or, or what have you. But um, you know, he's still here, so. And the, and the athletic department's going pretty well, all things considering. But, you know, when it comes to hiring and firing, that's that's an area where I think people still feel a little bit uneasy. Yeah, other law. Because the people are underwhelmed, you know. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Justin, I appreciate the call, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And, like I said, fingers crossed, man, that we can get this thing turned around. Yeah, I hope so too, Chris. Well, take care, my brother. Go Gamecocks. Hey, go Gamecocks. Justin, I appreciate you, my friend. Have a great day. Right, you do. Yeah, man. Thank you. Great stuff from Justin, as always. I know my guy Dave Garrick just tried to call in. So, Dave, if you want to call in, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, always great to hear from Dave, by the way. Again, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Brendan M. says, where's that slapdick Luke RJ at? I took so much hell from him, and look where Penn is now. So, there you go. Anyways, uh, guys, again, appreciate you all tuning in. Love and support of the show. Let's get back to the phone lines. Call from Dave Garrett. Dave, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm going to get straight to the point, Mm -hmm. Chris. Chris Phillips is one of the most hardworking, driven people I know, and he busts his ass to create content and put it on the air where people can enjoy it. Now, I don't know too many Gamecocks that make a habit of trolling other teams and being obsessed with going on other teams' sites like some people. That being said... Chris has to be professional when dealing with people. I, on the other hand, do not. Eugenus, big-ass proper name, 
get your head out your ass and quit being a walking dildo with eyes. And Gamecock fan talking about the gay discord. If you got a dick, you better spit it out. It don't belong to you. Have a good one, Chris. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Dave Garrick. Stuff of legends. Stuff of legends, man. Unreal. What a call. That's a call of the day right there. That's the call of the day. Um, yeah, Dave Garrick's the man. Brian Dean says, South Carolina 9, Georgia 2. South Carolina 9, Georgia 2. Hey, from your lips, Brian, to God's ears. I hope you're right. From your lips to God's ears. So, Joseph says, let's hope tomorrow's a great TDC. I, Joseph, I hope so. I, I hope I hope tomorrow's TDC, Joseph, as I'm sure you know, because, hey, you win, you take on LSU Wednesday morning. Man, I, dude, I hope TDC tomorrow is, hey, we're celebrating a victory over the dogs and we're previewing the game against LSU. I, I hope that's the case. I mean, I really do. I'd love to see. Bro, even if you lose the next two, like just having a couple of days, have a cup of coffee in Hoover, why not? Have a cup of coffee, right? Have a cup of coffee in Hoover. Have a cup of coffee. Why not, man? Why not? Why not? Brian Dean, Jaden Woods will go for the Georgia Bulldogs. Jaden Woods will pitch for Georgia. Their ace, he's been out a while due to injury, but uh, he will go in the ballgame. In case you missed it, guys, the latest projections have South Carolina as a two-seed traveling to Coastal Carolina. So, you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and you do what South Carolina baseball has done to close out this season, and, you know, this is what, kind of what you get. So, this is uh, this is what you get. This is what you get. So, anyways, let's keep it moving to the questions. Uh, let's see. Madison says, I'm coming to realize many, I mean, a lot of fans are on the fence with Kingston. Is he an okay coach, a great coach? Or are we expecting something from him or more from him that only a few have? LSU owned the 90s, says Lynn Turner. LSU owned the 90s but fell off for quite a while. It is not the norm for any baseball team to get to Omaha regularly for long periods of time. I mean, indeed, Lynn Turner, listen, expecting to go to Omaha every year is not realistic, Lynn, to your point. It's not. It's not realistic. But I think expecting more than what Carolina has done under Mark Kingston, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Flat out. I think it speaks for itself. Frank says, let's just win one game. Ooh, ooh. Indeed, Frank. Let's carry it into tomorrow. Because I know you all have seen it in the comments. Listen, even the people that despise me, that hate my guts, that want to try to quote-unquote cancel me or what have you, or just cause chaos, those people I'm grateful for. The people that support us I'm grateful for because everybody has a role and everybody plays a vital part in the massive success we've experienced since this thing started all the way back in 2017. So I wouldn't change a thing, man. I wouldn't change a thing, and I appreciate you all. And I'm grateful for it, and I wake up every day excited to do what I do, excited to create content, excited to get after it. And, uh, yeah, man, I still say this is just the beginning. We're only 1% of the way there. So, anyways, guys, we love you all to continue to flood the voicemail line, the questions, whatever you want to call in. 
Get it off your chest, right? South Carolina takes on Georgia tomorrow. How do you feel like that's going to go? Like I said, it's an early, early, early first pitch, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Again, join the Big Cock Club, patreon.com slash Club. We will have that in the Discord. We'll stream the game. And, guys, this is something, by the way, you know, I think I told you all last week or a couple of weeks ago, we did the live stream watch-alongs for the Arkansas series, the spring game, you know, many other games as well. We are no longer doing that on YouTube because while it was a cool thing, I feel like that is something that is much better served being in the Discord and being a premium offering versus – you guys just tuning in and watch me watch the game, if that makes sense. So, uh, also, when you take into consideration, and I don't know if we, we might do this during the postseason for baseball. I mean, effectively, we're doing it tomorrow because TDC will be after the game. Uh, but we may do it for the regionals. We may do it for the postseason. But we're definitely doing it for football season, where we will rock a post-game call-in show. We'll rock a post-game call-in show immediately after the game concludes. I'll say 10 minutes after the conclusion of the game. And it's just going to be a wide open, I don't know if it'll be 30 minutes, an hour, what have you, probably 30 minutes, I'll say, but just a wide open call-in show with no breaks, with no breaks, taking your immediate reactions after each and every South Carolina football game. And again, each and every football game, we will be watching in the Discord. So like I mentioned, if you're somebody that you don't want to pay for SEC Network or you don't want to pay for cable, you don't want to pay for any of that stuff, uh, you don't want to pay for ESPN+, Plus, what have you, be sure to join the Big Cock Club Discord, and you can watch along with us for $9.99 a month. So, anyways, that's just an option, just an offering. And I appreciate those who are in the Discord with us. It's always a good time. So, uh, let's see. Brian Dean, is it football season yet? Anything new on the transfer portal? Nothing new that I've heard. Nothing new that I heard. So, Nothing new that I have heard. Mm-mm-mm. I'll read these comments. Jeff Gulledge, am I the only one that's amused? Chris is doing such a great job that people take time out of the day to troll him. He truly owns them. It's hilarious. Yeah, Jeff Gulledge, I will I, I will never apologize or never. I, I love being trolled. I mean, honestly, man, I love it. I love it. It means we're popping on social media, so. There are plenty of accounts out there, plenty of other Gamecock podcasts that don't get trolled, and they also don't get paid to do it full-time. So there you go. Uh, hey, man, like I said, the beauty's in the banter. I, I, I love all those that support us, troll us, want to cancel us, whatever, man. So real rock or real. Uh, Lynn Turner, I don't understand how trolls have so much time to waste trolling unless they're bots. I mean, yeah, like I said, man, I, I really like to – I really like to focus on – the on-field stuff. I mean, I, I'm so immune and numb to just the nonsense, the foolishness. It's kind of sad. It, it's actually kind of sad how immune I am to people trying to cancel the Spurs Up show and trying to cancel me off the internet. It's literally such a day-in, day-out occurrence. Like, the comments we've had today, they're literally so common that it, it just it just doesn't move the needle anymore. It doesn't move the needle anymore. So, I, you know, whatever. It doesn't move the needle anymore. So, Mm-mm-mm-mm. anyways, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Let's see again, guys. Gamecocks not ranked, not ranked in the latest D one baseball. 
top 25, Madison Duncan trolls with seafood sounds good. I think I will have that. The seafood is fantastic. Like I said, I had the sea bass and the flounder, and it was it was incredible. It was incredible. So, and again, getting seafood delivered like that, really, really cool stuff. Really, really cool stuff. I'm excited to try more. So, I'm excited to try more. Dale, Dale, me, Tennessee, say, hey, Chris, Dirty Myrtle is hot. I hear you. It is, man. It's that time of year, though. You got Robbie Davis going to the pool and Dale's out at the beach. And, man. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Joseph says about the game tomorrow, we are due, and we are facing a guy that we've seen before. Ethan Petrie will go yard. I tell you, Joseph, I, I mean, I hope so, and it just it's crazy like how long it's been since he went yard. Honestly, it's crazy about how long it's been since he went yard. Um, Brian Dean asks, Chris, are you going to the UNC game, the football game, the first football game? Uh, no, Brian Dean, I will not be there. Like I just mentioned, we will be doing a post-game call-in show, which will require, require me to be in studio, locked in with the content right here. Well, not necessarily this studio because we're moving in about a month and a half. But uh, So we'll be in a new studio, but I will not be at the game. You know, I had some back and forth. We want to set up a little pop-up shop, do some merch, do a remote call-in show. It's just not going to happen, man. My, my value that I've placed on, like I said, I love my freedom, flexibility, efficiency, and Creating the content, creating content is, uh, makes the most business sense. It's the most important. And the post-game call-in shows then are a no-brainer. There's something that I've had, uh, I've had in mind for quite a while and just never executed on. Like I mentioned, we're going to do the live stream watch-alongs also in the Big Cock Club Discord. We're going to do the post-game call-in shows, I'd say, 10 minutes after the end of kickoff, which those, if you think today's chat or any other chat has been unhinged, I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine what after a football game is going to be like. So unless something changes, um, I will not be at that football game. And I'm still kind of trying to figure out what we're going to do this football season in regards to the Carolina Alehouse watch parties. I mean, that's something I'd like to continue. But uh, no, you will not see me at a stadium this fall anywhere, whether it be home or away. So again, we're putting focus and emphasis on the content. And honestly, I love it. I, I love it. I love, again, the freedom, the flexibility to, I mean, not have to be anywhere. Just be able to go travel and do whatever and and still tune in and watch games and cover them at a high level. And yeah, I love it. I honestly love it. So, And I've been as somebody who's been to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games I know what I'm missing out on. So I'm excited this season to switch things up a bit of the football season. And like I said, take questions, comments, calls after games and put a real, real emphasis on the content. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think the post-game call-in shows are going to be as off the rails, as off the rails as anything we've ever done. Yeah, Austin Miller says, looking forward to the drunk call-ins after. If you had heard... The voicemails I didn't play, the voicemails I didn't play in regards to listener questions, dude, the fact that those are going to be taken live, 
It's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy. So, Jeff Gullage, I can't wait to hear those post-game calls. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I can't wait, though, man. That's, that's going to be fun. That's going to be very fun. Again, the game will end. I'll give my post-game reaction video, as we always do, and then we'll jump right in about 10 minutes after the end of kickoff. Or, yeah, after the end of the game and take all those reactions. Again, guys, you know it's going to be off the freaking rails. So, I can't wait. Madison Duncan says, thanks for another great show. See you tomorrow. Hey, I appreciate it. Chase Floyd says, it'll be a good time. It will be, Chase. It will be. It will be. Uh, John Evers says, see you tomorrow afternoon, Chris, for another TDC or for, for TDC. Yeah, guys, in case you missed it, of course, game tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, which means that TDC will start basically immediately following the game. Right now, we're going to say 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Obviously, if the game it goes to extra innings, it gets delayed because of weather, what have you, we'll make that adjustment. But uh, right now, the plan, the tentative plan, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock, and of course, we'll be watching the game, like I mentioned, in the, the Big Cock Club Discord. Be sure to join that, patreon.com slash Club. Guys, in the meantime, hey, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Like I said, the beauties and the banter. I appreciate each and every single one of you, those who love me, those who hate me, those who are somewhere in the middle. Thank you all. I appreciate you greatly. Hey, appreciate it. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you all tomorrow.